Thank you, uh, Mr. Ch Speaker. Good morning to you. Good morning to colleagues. Good morning to support staff and strangers in the gallery. And good morning to Turks and Caicos Islands. Thank you very much, Honorable Chaplain, for that powerful prayer, very appropriate. Now, Mr. Speaker, we don't have a long agenda today. Um, and so, Mr. Speaker, pursuant to Standing Order 49, sorry, pursuant to Standing Order 130, I move that Standing Order 12 be suspended to allow this honorable house to sit beyond the 6 p.m. hour. Do I have a seconder? Honorable members, motion moved by the Honorable Premier, seconded by the Honorable Minister for Education, that this honorable house stands beyond the 6 p.m. hour. All in favor, say aye. All to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Honorable Premier. Mr. Speaker, I also move that pursuant to standing order 130 and standing order 95 that the bill entitled supplementary appropriation 2023-2024 number three bill 2024 be allowed to go through all three readings during this meeting. Do I have a second? Though? Second. No. Speaker, second. Honorable members, motion moved by the Honorable Premier and seconded by the Honorable Leader of the Opposition that the bill entitled Supplementary Appropriation 2023-2024, number three bill, 2024, go through all three readings during the city. All in favor say aye, all to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Honorable Premier. Mr. Speaker, um, pursuant to Standing Order 49, I wish to rearrange the business of this honorable house so that government business can have precedence over all the other business. And with that said, Mr. Speaker, I propose to have item number 10, reports from committee to be taken as item number four. And item number 11, first reading of bills to be taken as item number five. And item number 17, orders of the day to be taken as item number six. Mr. Speaker, I also beg leave to have Supplementary Appropriation 2023-2024, Number 3, Bill 2024, be taken first in second reading and straight through the Committee of Supply and third reading through the passage. Finally, Mr. Speaker, uh, as a reminder to the Honorable Members that during the sixth meeting on the 23rd of November 2023, the Renewable Energy and Resource Planning Bill of 2023 was deferred, and that remains the position today. Thank you very much, Honorable Premier. I want to again welcome the Honorable Members to this sitting of the House of Assembly. I also want to welcome the strangers in the gallery. I want to welcome those persons 
who are listening via Radio Turks and Caicos and also via our social media platforms. I want to send out condolences to those persons, family members, and friends who have lost loved ones since we met, last met. And I also want to send out congratulations to those persons who are celebrating um, birthdays, anniversaries, and the like. Honorable members and the listening public, I also want to apologize for our late start this morning uh, as we were sorting out a technical issue so that we could have the meeting this morning. Honorable members, I will now return to the order paper. Number three, messages from Her Excellency the Governor. And there are none. Number four, report from committees. And honorable members, we'll now have the report from the Appropriations Committee on the third supplementary appropriation estimates 2023-2024 to be laid by the Honorable Chairman of the Appropriations Committee. Honorable Chairman. Good morning, Mr. Speaker. Good morning to all of those persons listening via radio. Good morning to the persons in the gallery. Mr. Speaker, I beg leave in accordance of Standing Order 128 to have the report of the Appropriations Committee on the third supplementary estimates for 23-24 to be laid on the table and printed without question put. Do I have a second? Honorable Members, motion moved by the Honorable Chair of the Appropriations Committee and seconded by the Honorable Elected Member for Cheshire Hall and Richmond Hill that the third supplementary appropriations 2023-2024 report be laid on the table of this Honorable House without question put. All in favor say aye, all to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Honorable Chair. Thank you again, Mr. Speaker. Mr. Speaker, the Appropriations Committee heard from 13 ministries and departments, and after hearing from the various accounting offices and scrutinizing the estimates, the committee came up with the following findings and recommendations. The committee noted that a number of positions in key areas throughout the various ministries and departments within TCIG are currently vacant, hence the subtle amount of savings. The committee is concerned that whilst we appreciate the, sa while we appreciate the savings, it is not a positive reflection of the effectiveness of the HR recruitment process. The committee recommends that an assessment of the effectiveness of advertisement use, used to the public, sorry, the committee recommends that an, that an assessment of effectiveness of the advertisement is used to be published to be published these vacancies. The committee, the committee further recommends that the launching of a job fair throughout the islands is necessary and should be, and should also commence during the Civil Servants Week. The committee recommends the restructuring of the HR directorate, which should include the hiring of human resource officers to assist the current complement 
of human resource managers in each ministry, understanding the workload that they currently are faced with. Mr. Speaker, the committee recommends the committee recommends that a further issue of funding is is that further issue of funding is authorized from the consolidated fund of the sum not exceeding $21,523,270.30 and a reduction in the estimate in the sum not exceeding $1,770,810.14 to be applied to the service of the financial year ending 31st March 2024. Mr. Speaker, the committee acknowledges with, with great gratitude all the persons and officers appearing before the committee and those involved in the arrangements of the meeting. Mr. Speaker, in accordance with Section 128.3 of the Turks and Caicos Islands Constitution, Order 2011, I move that the report of the Appropriations Committee on the third supplementary estimates for 23-24 be adopted. Do I have a second? Honorable Members, motion moved by the Honorable Chairman of the Appropriations Committee and seconded by the Honorable Elected Member for Blue Hills that the third supplementary appropriations 2023-2024 report be adopted. All in favor say aye. All to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Honorable Members, we are now at the third the first, sorry, we are now at the first reading of bills, and we'll have the first reading of the supplementary appropriation 2023-2024 number three bill 2024 to be moved by the Honorable Deputy Premier and Minister for Finance, Investment, and Trade. Honorable Deputy Premier, you may proceed. Thank you, uh, Mr. Speaker. Just, sorry, I just want to get this set up. Uh, but I was just uh, wanted to take note that the the bill doesn't have the uh, the number in it, and so the number three that's on the bill in the audit papers needs to be removed. So the bill is actually correct, Mr. Speaker. Uh, what's on the uh, description of the bill? Uh, Mr. Speaker, I move that pursuant to Standing Order 90.4. The bill entitled Supplementary Appropriations 2023-2024, Bill 2024, be ready first time. Do I have a second? Honorable Members, motion moved by the Honorable Deputy Premier and Minister for Finance, Investment and Trade, and seconded by the Honorable Minister for Education, that the bill entitled Supplementary Appropriation 2023-2024, Bill 2024, be read a first time. All in favor say aye. All to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Madam Clerk. Thank you very much, Madam Clerk. Honorable members, I will now return to the order paper. And we'll now add the Orders of the day. 
And we'll now have the second reading of the Supplementary Appropriation 2023-2024 Bill 2024 to be moved by the Honorable Minister for Finance, Investment and Trade, and Deputy Premier. Honorable Deputy Premier. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Mr. Speaker, pursuant to Standing Order 92.2, I move that the Supplementary Appropriations 2023-2024 Bill 2024 be ready second time. Do I have a second? Honorable Members, motion moved by the Honorable Deputy Premier and Minister for Finance, Investment and Trade, and seconded by the Honorable Minister for Immigration, that the bill entitled Supplementary Appropriation 2023-2024 Bill 2024 be read a second time. All in favor say aye. All to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Honorable Deputy Premier. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Speaker, Honorable Premier, Honorable Members of this House of Assembly, strangers in the gallery, persons tuning in via radio and streaming media, my fellow Turks and Caicos Islanders, good morning. Mr. Speaker, on Tuesday, 6th of February, 2024, I laid the Supplementary Appropriations Bill for Financial Year 2023-2024 in this Honorable House. And today I rise to table the same. However, before I do so, I want to point out to the public and to this honorable house that our government is continuing to deliver on our citizens' contract, whereby we're achieving social, economic, and environmental progress for all. Mr. Speaker, in summary, for financial year 2023-2024, this supplementary appropriations bill seeks to a decrease the expenditure envelope by 1.07 million, thereby reducing it to 442.2 million, and reducing the development fund by 7.72 million, thereby reducing it from 70.5 million to 62.8 million. I would like to point out to this honorable house and to the public, Mr. Speaker that these changes do not affect the expenditure envelopes for financial years 2024-2025, that's next year, and the following year, 2020 financial year 2025-2026. So it doesn't affect it at all. Mr. Speaker, the totals that makes up the supplementary appropriations bill are as follows. Office of the Governor, an overall increase of 5.091 million. The police, an overall decrease of $118.4,000. The Attorney General's Chambers, a decrease of $402.5,000. The Judicial Administration, a decrease of $1.4 million. And these are rounded up, Mr. Speaker. Uh, the statutory charges, an increase of $1.06 million. And Mr. Speaker, included in the statutory charges are adjustments to the pensions, security, and staff costs to accommodate the additional allocations for the pay and regrading exercise and increases to pensioners. And Mr. Speaker, I'm happy to note that these adjustments are being funded from savings and staff costs from April, uh, from April to the December 2023. And Mr. Speaker, also included in statutory charges is an allocation of $9.5 to acquire land and settled an ongoing claim against the government. 
Ministry, Ministry of Immigration Border Services, a decrease of 645,000. Ministry of Finance, Investment and Trade, an increase of 4.7 million. Office of the Governor, an increase of 733,000. Ministry of Education, Labor and Employment Service, a decrease of 2.9 million. Office of the Director of Public Prosecutions, a decrease of 424.6 thousand. Ministry of Home Affairs and Transportation, an increase of 27.3 thousand. Ministry of Physical Planning and Infrastructure, a decrease of 571 thousand. Ministry of Tourism, Agriculture, Fisheries, Heritage, Religious Affairs, and the Environment, a decrease of 187 thousand. Ministry of Health and Human Services, a decrease of 168,000. House of Assembly, an increase of 206,000. Office of the Premier, a decrease of 746,000. And National Security Secretary, a decrease of 279,000. Now, Mr. Speaker, our government has also made an allocation of 7 million in seed funding to set up a mortgage corporation, and I'll speak more to that a bit later. Together, the net effect of the numbers I just spoke to is a decrease in total expenditure of 1.07 million. As I mentioned, the supplementary appropriations bill also reduces the development fund by 7.723 million. And this is made up of decreases in the following areas, 500,000 for the radar services enhancement, 1.5 million for digitization of border services, 500,000 digitization inland revenue department, 200,000 for veterinarian clinic, 50,000 on vehicles for the National Trust, 600,000 on refurbishment of the building of the AHK and Special Needs Center for North and Middle Caicos, and 5 million from the South Dock Port Redevelopment. But there's also new spending. There's also new spending, Mr. Speaker. So we have new spending in the case of repairs to the RJHS, that's the Raymond Garden High School, odd block of 170,000, vehicles for the housing department of 7,000, Biosecurity and Animal Husbandry Project, 100,000. Refurbishment of Horse Stable Complex in North Caicos, 50,000. And 300,000 for e-government projects uh, for the DMV and the Ministry of Finance. With these e-government projects, Mr. Speaker, our government will improve the overall customer service within TCIG, will cut down, if not cut out, the long lines of government offices, and will, and will improve the overall productivity of TCI's workforce by not requiring them to stand in line for hours to utilize a government service. Uh, Mr. Speaker, before moving on, I would like to cycle back to the Mortgage Corporation mentioned earlier. The establishment by Mortgage Corporation by our government is expected to offer several benefits to the Turks and Caicos Island, to Turks and Caicos Islanders, particularly in terms of housing, finance, and economic development. And the key benefits include, Mr. Speaker, increased accessibility to home loans. The Mortgage Corporation will be able to provide more accessible home financing options for Turks and Caicos Islanders, especially those who might not meet the stringent requirements of the main banks in the islands. And Mr. Speaker, the Mortgage Corporation will go a long way to helping to increase home ownership rates among our people. And have competitive interest rates. Mr. Speaker, the Mortgage Corporation will be able to offer competitive interest rates compared to the main banks in the islands. Lower interest rates make borrowing more affordable for Turks and Caicos Islanders, enabling our people, especially our young people, to purchase homes or invest in property development. Economic stimulation. 
Mr. Speaker, by facilitating more home purchases and construction, our government expects that the mortgage corporation will stimulate the economy, including creating jobs in the construction real estate sector. And we're doing a lot of work in May, uh, around the real estate uh, salesman brokerage ordinance to ensure that our people are benefiting from it. Social housing initiatives. Mr. Speaker, the mortgage corporation will be able to support our government's affordable housing initiative, which is designed to offer housing options for Turks and Caicos Islanders. Market stability. Mr. Speaker, by providing a constant source of mortgage financing, the mortgage corporation will help to stabilize the housing market, especially during economic downturn. Tailored financial products. Mr. Speaker, the mortgage corporation will be able to offer financial products tailored to the specific needs of Turks and Caicos Islanders, including loans for renovations, expansions, and improvements, loans that are not easily available from the main banks in the islands. Enhanced financial inclusion. Mr. Speaker, by offering mortgage and housing finance solutions to underserved or marginalized Turks and Caicos Islanders, the Mortgage Corporation will, be, will promote financial inclusion, inclusion pro allowing more Turks and Caicos Islanders to participate in the housing market as well as help them build wealth. <coughs> uh, with that, Mr. Speaker, I'd like to take the time now to provide a brief update on uh, the government's financial performance for the first three quarters. I touched on this last week. Actually, I went into the third quarter details, but I'm going to just go over the highlights right now. So for the first three quarters, that is from 1st of April 2023 to the 31st of December 2023, the total revenues over that period was $313.4 million. That is 6% higher than budget and 3% higher than last year at this time. I want to take the time now to know that when we were at the uh, uh, around when we were doing the first half of the year, the leader of the opposition was saying that we were behind, he didn't know why we were behind, and I was letting him know that the rest assured we would catch up and the revenues would be strong, and I just wanted to put him and the public the comfort that the, our revenues have caught up and we're surpassing with the, with the budget. Um, I would just say, Mr. Speaker, that we are a blessed nation and a blessed government. Um, as I stated last week, Mr. Speaker, this is increases mainly a result of overperformances in import duties, hotel and restaurant taxes, and work permit fees. At the end of the third quarter, total recurrent expenditure, Mr. Speaker, the money that we spent was $235.9 million, which is lower than budget, by $50.6 million, and 19%, that's 19%, but higher than last year by $17.5 million. So what is this saying, Mr. Speaker? That we still haven't gotten government to the point where we're spending the entire budget, but we're getting better and better at it. Um, there's still some work to do, and the chairman of the Appropriations Committee spoke about some of the issues. And these relate, Mr. Speaker, the shortfall is mainly due to civil service vacancies, lower than anticipated expenditure on professional and consultancy services, and the contingency fund. Mr. Speaker, the uh, operating surplus at the end of the third quarter, and that's the end of the, the 31st of December 2023, so the operating surplus at the end of that, uh, that period, but at the end of calendar year last year, was $73.8 million, which is higher than budget by $69 million, and higher than last year's results by $4.3 million, by 6%. So, Mr. Speaker, together, the higher than budgeted revenue and the lower than budgeted expenditure has led to increased cash and cash equivalents which grew from 338.7 million at the end of quarter two, that's the end of September, it's the 30th of September, 2023, to 350.7 million 
at the end of the 31st of December 2023. And so, Mr. Speaker, as of the 31st of October 2023, I'm happy to say that sorry, I'm happy to say that our cash reserve stood at a robust $343 million. So, um, in conclusion, Mr. Speaker, this supplementary appropriations bill for financial year 2023-2024 is a balanced and strategic approach to delivering on the objectives on KPIs in the budget while ensuring that we continue to achieve value for money. I'll just pause and say this. When we did the main budget uh, earlier in the year, uh, which was in end of April and May, one of the things we said is that we would use the supplementary budget as a tool to try and ensure that we would be able to deliver more on the budget. So things that we think that wasn't moving or couldn't get completed by the end of the financial year, we'd have the supplementary budgets to move those some cash around to be able to bring in new spending that we think that we can complete at the end of the year. That's the reason why we're doing this. It clearly shows that we're getting better at it and we're able to, as we come up with ideas and things that we see that the country needs, like the mortgage corporation, we can find funding for those things. So, Mr. Speaker, that is a testament to our government's commitment to responsible governance and sustainable development, specifically, specifically, Mr. Speaker, social development, social development around our people. Most of the things that you've seen us do throughout the year has been for the people, the people of the Turks and Caicos Islands. And, and just to say, the, uh, the Mortgage Corporation was the, uh, the brainchild of no, the Premier. I want to be able to say something, so you can't allow it to say it in the House, but the Premier. It was the Premier who carved it out and keep pushing to one of the Mortgage Corporation to, to be able to benefit Turks and Caicos Islands, to be able to get into to their own home, because we know how difficult it is for Turks and Caicos Islands at this point in time to get home. So, as I said, this is a testament to our government's commitment to responsible government and sustainable development, specifically social development. We want to develop our people, and when we came into the government, one of the things we talked about is human capital development. All of this, all of this goes back towards that. So, as I always say, Mr. Speaker, this isn't by luck, it's by design. And that's the reason why we're getting the results, particularly on the financial side, which I speak to, that the good results that we're getting. And part of it I also think is that we're getting it because I think we're blessed. I, I, I don't know too much about the Bible, but I believe that God, Mr. Chaplin, rewards the people that he uh, rewards the, uh, the abundance, the people that he's blessed. I think we're a blessed government. So, so with that, Mr. Speaker, I now invite this Honorable House to debate the Supplementary Appropriations Bill. Thank you. Thank you very much, Honorable Deputy Premier and Minister for Finance, Investment and Trade for your presentation on the Supplementary Appropriation 2023-2024 Bill 2024. Honorable Members, the floor is now open for debate on this bill. Are there any contributions? The Chair recognizes the Honorable Leader of the Opposition for his contribution. Uh, thank you very much, Mr. Chair. I'm sorry, Mr. Speaker. Uh, Mr. Speaker, let me first say a pleasant good morning to all those persons throughout the length and breadth of the Turks and Caicos Islands, in particular here in Grand Turk and Sol Key. Uh, I want to say special hello again to the people in North and Middle Caicos and traveling right down to Providenciales, Mr. Speaker, South Caicos included. Mr. Speaker, all our people throughout the Turks and Caicos Islands. 
Uh, Mr. Speaker, just want to also say condolences to all the families, bereaved families of the Turks and Caicos Islands. We have quite many families that are in bereavement right now, Mr. Speaker. Our hearts go out to them and their families for their loss, and suddenly the country loss. Uh, Mr. Speaker, I'm going to be brief concerning the supplementary appropriations uh, bill. Mr. Speaker, I would like for the minister in his wrap-up to please state uh, for the public uh, what parcel or parcels of land that we will be purchasing for the people of the country. Uh, what is the claim against government that the people's money have to be spent on? It is the people's money and they need to know what are they buying. What is the government buying on their behalf? So I'd like for the Minister of Finance to please let the people know what we are buying on their behalf and what claims against government that they have to pay, that he's paying for on their behalf, Mr. Speaker. Uh, Mr. Speaker, when I heard about the mortgage, when, he, when the minister, sorry, when the minister talked about the mortgage corporation, I sat back in my chair and leaned back. Because, Mr. Speaker, this is something that I have been developing for the manifesto, my manifesto. And I was like, this almost sounds exact what I have written down, at least the basics. And then I started wondering, I need to go and check my office. I need to check everything in my office. What is going on here? I don't know what is going on, but I'm just saying I need to check. I'm not pointing fingers. Or maybe it's just that the Honorable Premier and myself is thinking alike on this. And being as he has the resources and he is in government now, he can do it. But suddenly, Mr. Speaker, that is something I 100% support. And I'm not upset about it because I know that anything that they can do, I can do better. Whatever they offer, I can offer the people 10 times more, Mr. Speaker. So I'm not upset about it. I really appreciate it. I think it's needed. So that is something that I am happy to see included in here. I'm just hoping that it's rolled out in the right way that it can reach the families that it needs, Mr. Speaker. And just touching on that, Mr. Speaker, about the offices, I know that we are moving into the House of Assembly very shortly. And Mr. Speaker, to me, I don't think that the leader, the leader of the opposition main office and the premier main office and the Ministry of Finance should be in the same building. Unlike many persons, I work full-time, all day, sometimes into the night. So I think myself, if I'm Premier, I will have the leader of the opposition deal. And if I become elected Premier and the leader of the opposition main office is there, I will be asking for them to be removed, Mr. Speaker. I think for democracy, I don't think that is a good thing that I can be upstairs seeing everyone who comes to the premier, seeing how long they stay, oh, uh, all the ministers coming in a rush, oh, the prim something must be going on. I just think so, because I work full-time in my office. I do believe that the opposition should have an office, opposition office in the House of Assembly. That is for myself, the honorable appointed member, the uh, PA, all of them to use. But for me, for my main office to be in the House of Assembly, and I have my team members there 12, 1 o'clock in the night, that is the people's house. I don't think it should be used that way, Mr. Speaker. That is just me, Mr. Speaker. I certainly, as Premier, want one the leader of the opposition in my 
uh, the same place with me, same place with my team, watching. He can see everyone who comes to, to me. I can say, okay, why the speaker is coming to the premier's office on a Tuesday? We don't have no house meeting. What is the speaker doing in Grand Turk? What is this developer going here? Okay, when they come out the premier's office, I need to run interference. As soon as I hear them leaving, keep my door cracked. When I hear the talking, let me run down and intercept. Mr. Speaker, I think for democracy, it shouldn't be that way. I shouldn't have my main office there. Not saying that I will do that, but the spirit, the devil might take me. And I might have to just peep out the door and just look, Mr. Speaker. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> we are not perfect people. I never claim to be perfect. But Mr. Speaker, uh, with that said, I am concerned, greatly concerned, about the $500,000 being removed from the radar, uh, radar development, Mr. Speaker, especially what we see is going on now. So that is one of the things that I have big concerns about, Mr. Speaker, in this. And I'm wondering, what, as we know that we only have one radar functioning in the Turks and Caicos Islands, and we are hearing of vessels landing. I said we are hearing, not confirmed, vessels landing being undetected, Mr. Speaker. So I am very concerned about this, and I will watch the movement on this, definitely uh, in the upcoming month, weeks, and suddenly during the budget debate, all these things I will talk to more. But I'll wait to see how these function, Mr. Speaker. These changes that the Minister of Finance put forward, I will see what implication it has. And all these things I will speak to at length, at length during the budget debate, Mr. Speaker. But definitely, you know, I will not say more on this, but I have concerns. I have concerns about uh, staffing, uh, recruitment, uh, as outlined in the Appropriations Committee uh, report. There are many concerns for TCIG. The Honorable Minister said that we are blessed and we are lucky and it's all by design. Suddenly I will use those words again. I just want to reiterate that when I say that the Minister of Finance say this in later speeches, it will be on record. So I will use those words again, Honorable Minister of Finance. So you said it's all by design and that we are lucky and it's not by luck. This is not by luck. I will use those words again, Mr. Speaker. So I'll let nature take its course, Mr. Speaker. I know how things play out, and we will be back here again. But I do like the mortgage cooperation. That is something that I will be pushing and developing that also, Mr. Speaker, and further develop what I'm saying here. So I have to appreciate that. Appreciate the Honorable Premier for being bringing it at that time. At this time, something I 100% support, and something that I will be developing further for our people, and offer something even better, Mr. Speaker. So, the concerns support the redevelopment, uh, that money being taken away, and the money from staffing and the radar, Mr. Speaker, are some of my big concerns here going forward. And I will let nature take its course and we'll come back to the people on the results and the findings from the supplementary. Thank you very much, Mr. Speaker. Thank you very much, Honorable Member, for your contribution to this debate. Honorable Members, are there any further contributions? Are there any further contributions? Are there any further contributions? 
There be no further contributions, I'll call on the Honorable Deputy Premier and Minister for Finance, Investment and Trade to wrap up the debate and to commit the bill to the Committee of Supply. Honorable Premier, you wanted to make a contribution? I didn't see, I didn't see your mic. Okay, well, the, I will reopen the debate if you have a, a contribution to make. Okay, I will reopen the debate. You, you may proceed. I just want to take up the lead of opposition on the point he made about the mortgage corporation and to say that um, some things in this country are bigger than politics and we have to think in terms of the development of our people. We know the problems that we have in providing shelter. Uh, we know the issues, challenges we face, our people face in getting uh, affordable mortgages. And um, we are, some time ago, this government committed to the establishment of a housing authority, and that is going to require a counterpart in terms of the ability to fund the, the development of homes. Because once they are developed and built, some, they then will have to be purchased. But I, I want to go a little further than that, since we are where we are. And this is a democracy. And if I'm not mistaken, I may be mistaken. I think the office of the opposition, well, I'm not mistaken on this, but the office of the leader of the opposition is a parliamentary office. It does not prevent the leader of the opposition from having his own private political party office. But the office of the leader of opposition is a parliamentary position. And uh, it would be nice if we had a more, a larger space where it could be more distance. But um, I believe to the extent that the office of the premier uh, and the office of the opposition is located uh, in close to parliament is not necessarily a negative thing. Um, uh, of course, if they are to be in separate locations, I don't think the leader of opposition has provided a good enough reason as to the criteria as to why they should be uh, in different uh, locations. Um, I have no idea what happens in the mother, mother of parliament where the leader of the opposition office is in parliament. I know that the premier's or the uh, prime minister's office is at number 10 Downing Street. So I, I don't know if anyone can assist me as to where the leader of the opposition office is located in the UK. I, I really don't know. Um, but more importantly, what I'd like to do is to challenge the Leader of the Opposition on an issue that is, I'm very keen on because governments come and go. The Progressive National Party government is in office today. There will come a time when the government will change and it will be a different government. But there are certain programs that is a critical to the advancement of our people that we should have agreement on. And so, with the indulgence of the Leader of the Opposition, 
I intend to bring to this House an, an infrastructure pipeline that we can all sign off on that will take us through, at, at minimum, the next 25 years. So whether he is over here or someone else from this side is over there where he sits, the programs, we know this is what we're committed to. And so as a, as a, as a small country uh, with a good economy, but um, where there's a lot of investment that's required for the development of our infrastructure and investment in our people and the building of institutions. I think if we can agree a pipeline of critical infrastructure and other critical um, social development needs, then it doesn't matter who is, who is where. Uh, we may have slightly different approaches but we can agree that these are critical things to our national interest, particularly if we are both signing off on and have signed off on the 2040 vision. It's important. There will be lots that we can disagree on going forward, uh, but I think there are certain things for the benefit of the people of this country that we really need to say this is our vision, this is our objective, and then, of course, operationalization of it will depend on who is in office at the time. So uh, I know I strayed a little bit, but Mr. Speaker, uh, in closing, I just want to say that $7 million is peanuts. So it's really only meant to uh, initialize the establishment of the corporation. We will need perhaps not a $50 million, but as a step. The Chinese Confucius say the longest journey starts with the first step. And this is the first step. Um, but $7 million is not going to get us very far. And, but again, thank you. Thank you very much, Honorable Member, for your contribution. Uh, Mr. Chair. The Chair recognizes Honorable Leader of the Opposition. I, I just want to confirm for the Honorable Premier, I didn't want to disturb him that I suddenly will be one of the first to sign on that once we have that Honorable Premier. Suddenly, you know, there will be no opposition from the opposition on a project, a development project for the entire country that no matter which government is in place, the civil servants know that these are the destinations. Now, which vehicle and which road you take may be different, but these are the destinations to reach. Suddenly, we'll sign on to that. Thank you for that clarification. The Chair recognizes the Honorable Governor's appointed member number two. Uh, good morning, Mr. Speaker. Good morning to all the good members of Parliament. And good morning to all the great people of Turks and Caicos. And good morning to all the people in the gallery. And Mr. Speaker, I rise to, uh, in support of, uh, of the supplementary appropriations 2023-24, uh, Bill 2024. But Mr. Speaker, I do have uh, 
a whole lot of questions uh, this morning. Um, I'm going to suggest that uh, perhaps maybe if they can, the ministers can make a little note. Perhaps later on, I'm not sure when is the appropriate time to give you some answers, uh, to give some answers to the people of the Turks and Caicos for the questions that I have. And what I have this morning, uh, uh, Mr. Speaker, is that on page 54-9, project number 0057 Honorable member, um, I think that if you want to bring up line items in the supplementary appropriation, that would be more appropriate during the committee stage. Uh, okay. So that so all of those questions that you have can be answered at that time. This is just to debate okay. the bill. So, thank you, thank you, Mr. Speaker. Thank you. Is there anything further you would want to say on the debate? No, Mr. Speaker. No, not that. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers. Are there any further contributions to the debate on the supplementary appropriation 2023 slash 2024 bill 2024? Are there any further contributions? There have been no further contributions. I will now call on the Honorable Deputy Premier and Minister for Finance, Investment and Trade to wrap up the debate and to commit the bill to the Committee of Supply. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Mr. Speaker, um, I, I've never seen a supplementary budget or any type of budget go so quickly. And the, uh, I, I wasn't sure whether or not the leader of the opposition was actually uh, coming around. He sounds to be like a reluctant fan. You know, <laughs> he, I can see him starting to become a believer in, in this good, good government of the people. Mr. Speaker. <laughs> He, no, I'm telling you, he, I'll be honest with me, Mr. Minister of Health, he, he certainly, he certainly sounds like a fan. Um, he, the, the Premier said, uh, spoke to the whole issue about the, because uh, the leader of the opposition spoke about office location. Um, the, uh, so the Premier spoke to it also already. The, the leader of the opposition had said that he had concerns about where the the, some of the money is being removed from. We can speak to that at the committee stage, but I just want people to know that it's not a case of removing the money and not putting it back. It's just things will go back into the next year's budget. It's just that these are some of the things that we don't think that we're going to get completed or contract signed or money spent by, by the end of the financial year, which is the 31st of March uh, 2024, which is in about six weeks. So when people think that why are we removing it, it's just that if we don't spend it by the end of March, we have to start all over again. And so the, the money has been moved from things that we don't think that we can get completed in that time to things that we think that we can get completed within, within the next six weeks. Um, because the leader of the opposition speech was so short, he's one of the things he, he wrapped up in saying that he, he is going to um, like listen and watch for my words, which was, it's not by luck, it's by design. Meaning that there's some thought, thought had gone into this. And he said he's just going to watch it now. What I, what I want to say to the leader of the opposition, and uh, I don't know if anybody, but the, the honorable elected member for, for South Caicos 83 could help me out here. But um, there's Proverbs chapter 11, verse 25. 
I don't know if you know what that says. In case you, in case you don't know, I, did, I didn't know it, so I don't want the public to think that I knew it by heart. I, I had to look this one up. It says, the one who blessed others is abundantly blessed, and those who help others are helped. And I think that's what's happening with our government, Mr. Speaker. I think every time we come in here, we try to, to do our best for the people. And I think that's the reason why we've been blessed so far. I think that, um, so when the, uh, when the leader of the opposition reflect on, on the words that I say, I want him to also reflect on Proverbs chapter 11, verse 25. I know you're taking, you're taking notes. Chapter 11, 25, Proverbs, verse 25. The one who blessed others is abundantly blessed. In this case, our good government and those who help others are helped. So with that, Mr. Speaker, I move that pursuant to Standing Order 107 that the bill, along with its estimates of revenue and expenditure, be referred to the Committee of Supply. Thank you. Do I have a second? Honorable Members, motion moved by the Honorable Deputy Premier and Minister for Finance, Investment and Trade and seconded by the Honorable Elected Member for Cheshire Hall and Richmond Hill that the Supplementary Appropriation 2023-2024 Bill 2024 be referred to the Committee of Supply. All in favor say aye. All to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Honorable members, I will now suspend this Honorable House and I'll call on the Deputy Speaker and elected member for South Caicos to preside in the Committee of Supply. This Honorable House is hereby suspended. Honorable members, we are now in the Committee of Supply to scrutinize the Supplementary Appropriation 2023-2024, number three bill, 2024. I now invite the clerk to call the title of the head of expenditure in turn. Madam Clerk. Head 01, Office of the Governor, 7,786,679 dollars and 35 cents. Honorable Attorney General. Good morning, Mr. Chair. Mr. Chair, I move that the sum, $7,786,679.37.35, now stand as part of the schedule. Do I have a seconder? Honorable members, we have a motion moved by the Honorable Attorney General and seconded by the Honorable Minister for Health that the sum of $7,786,679.35 now form part of the schedule. Those in favor say aye, those in the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Are there any contributions? Are there any contributions? Are there any contributions? There being no contribution, the question is that the sum of $7,786,679.35 now stands part of the schedule. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Madam Clerk. Head of Expenditure 01, 
Office of the Governor, Head of Expenditure 03, Police, 35968223 dollars and 34 cents. Honorable Attorney General. Grateful, Mr. Chair. Mr. Chair, I move that the sum of $35,968,223.34 now stand as part of the schedule. Do I have a seconder? A motion moved by the Honorable Attorney General and seconded by the Honorable Minister for Education that the sum of $35,968,223.34 stand as part of the schedule. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. Ayes have it. Are there any contributions? Honorable Governor's appointed member, number one. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Chairman, on the, on the sheets that were handed over to us this morning, um, the police HR component, there's highlighted the senior crown council position and the assistant commissioner of police, which seems to be one is replacing the other. So just on confirmation as to whether the position of senior crown council has been eliminated from the police before I move on to my second question. Grateful, Mr. Chair. Honorable Attorney General. I'm grateful, Mr. Chair, to the Honorable Member for his question. Uh, that's correct, Mr. Chair. The post of um, Senior Crown Counsel is being replaced by a post of ACP. The Chair thanks the Honorable Attorney General for her response. Honorable uh, Governor's appointed member number one. Yes, thank yes. you, Mr. Chairman. Yes, uh, Mr. Chairman. Now, will that position now be placed at another department, for example, the AG Chambers, with exclusive responsibility to the police, or is the police not going to get any dedicated senior crown counsel? Honorable Attorney General. I'm grateful, Mr. Chair. Um, Mr. Chair, the um, position is under review, as far as I'm aware. Uh, given that we uh, have a new commissioner of police. At the sum of $92,519,427.89 now stand part of the schedule. Those in favor say aye, those on the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Are there any contributions? Chair recognizes the honorable leader of the opposition. Yes, uh, thank you very much, Mr. Chair. Uh, Mr. Chair, in looking at this, we seen an additional 2.28 million going to pensions and gratuities. Uh, is that due to additional persons or increase in amount being paid out to existing persons? Chair, thanks the honorable leader of the opposition for his question. The chair recognizes the Honorable Minister for Finance and Deputy Premier. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Mr. Chair, uh, through you to the, uh, to the leader of the opposition, that is actually the same uh, increase in pay and grade, uh, during the pay and uh, regrading exercise 
It's just that it was short, the amount of money that we had gotten approved in this other previous supplementary budget to cover it uh, wasn't enough to cover all of it, and this is just to, to bring it up to where it needed to be. So this isn't any uh, new person, this is just like because of it, is, there was a bit of a shortfall uh, when we had the last budget. So that's to cover the 20% uh, increase to, uh, so specifically, specifically, um, it is to cover for the 20% increase to, to pensions. But it was the same thing that got approved last time again to, to top it up. But specifically, it's to make up for the 20% increase to the pensioners. So anyone out there who, who's listening and who are pensioners are wondering, uh, this covers that, that amount for you. So thank you, Mr. Leader of the Opposition, for asking that. Chair, thanks the Honorable Deputy Premier, Minister of Finance, for his response. Are there any other contributions? The Chair recognizes the Honorable Leader of the Opposition. Yes, uh, thank you very much, Mr. Chair. Uh, Mr. Chair, just for clarity to the Minister of Finance, so this $2.28 is needed to cover to the end of the financial year. That's what you're saying. Because they would have gotten this when December when persons got their increase and this just to cover to the end of the financial year? The Chair thanks the Leader of the Opposition for his question. Honorable uh, Deputy Premier. Yes, thank, thank you, Mr. Chair. Uh, yes, it's um, just to recap again, as I was saying, it's to make up for a bit of a shortfall that we had, plus the 20% for pensioners. But this, this is from December, December all the way through to March. So this is the cover from when the raises were, uh, the increases were first given into December all the way to March. So this will, this will cover the backdating to December through to March. So yes, the short answer is it will cover it to the end of the financial year, but it doesn't start from February. It starts from December 2023. The Chair thanks the Honorable Deputy Premier and Minister of Finance for his response. Are there any other contributions? The yes. Chair recognizes the Honorable Leader of the Opposition. Uh, thank you very much, Mr. Chair. Uh, may I turn the Minister's attention to uh, line item 068, debt servicing, uh, 9.5 million. Uh, what debt are we servicing with the 9.5 million? Honorable Deputy Premier, Minister for Finance. Thank you, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Chair. Mr. Chair, to be honest, I would say this to you. The, the description is pretty bad. I'm not an accountant, so it falls under that accounting description is debt servicing. And really, it's the uh, money that's being used to purchase uh, land that the government uh, would like to purchase. And so, uh, so it's not really debt that the government has incurred and that the government is paying off. It's money that is being put aside to be able to allow our government to be able to purchase, to purchase land. The Chair now recognizes the Honorable Leader of the Opposition. Is this a follow-up, sir? Yes, sir. Good, yes, sir. And Mr. Chair, you put it right. You know, the follow-up question will be, what land are we being, put, uh, put, being purchased for 9.5 million? The Chair thanks the Honorable Leader of the Opposition. 
The chair recognizes the Honorable Deputy Premier and Minister for Finance. Thank you, Mr. Chair. I'll certainly say it'll be land for the people, but how uh, and that we intended. Now, uh, before, a few things, Mr. Speaker. Um, as I've said before in this, this Honorable House, it's, it wouldn't make for very good negotiations if we came in here and said that we, we, we have uh, 9.5 million for the specific property before we purchase it, because then, then the price will go up. So it'll make it very difficult to, to negotiate. The, um, we certainly will try to get to the lead of the opposition uh, as much as possible, with the information as much as possible, without having to make it public at this point in time. This has come up a number of times, the lead of the opposition is well aware of it. But one of the things that I said uh, coming into government is that land shouldn't just be going in one direction, meaning that going from crown land out, particularly when, when crown land is very small, the, uh, the remaining parts of crown land is very small, so it's always been my desire to where the government can able to acquire land, to be able to acquire the land and put more land back into the crown. Just for the record, I would like to see us get to a point where we have uh, the estate, at a minimum, the amount of the land we give out in Crown land in any year, we're able to purchase private land and put it back into the Crown land bank. Because I don't want us to get to a point where there's no land for future generations. Um, and so we'd like to, uh, where, we, where possible, where we can have land that we think that we're going to, that we can acquire, we try to take and put money aside and acquire it. We will certainly say that we'll be using the land for the benefit of Turks and Caicos Islanders. But at this point in time, I'd rather not say publicly uh, a list of parcels that we would like to because we're still in negotiations uh, for those parcels of land. But if the uh, leader of the opposition would like, we can, we can discuss it offline, and that's okay with him. The Chair thanks the Honorable Deputy Premier and Minister for Finance for his response. The Chair recognizes the Honorable Leader of the Opposition. Yes, uh, thank you very much, Mr. Chair. Uh, Mr. Chair, uh, you know, it's just I, I was a little bit confused about how uh, TCIG does his business in negotiating with land. I kind of figured that, and I don't know, persons might jump up and say, oh, well, this happened in the past. I'm just talking about now and me looking at through the lands right now. If we reach to the supplementary where we are putting a figure, uh, some point 9.5 million or so, I would have thought that we have, would have already agreed on a price, agreed what pieces of land already talked to the owners of that land and have already come up with a price and I think it will be unfair for the, the persons to say well we give you price A but I hear you all have X amount of dollars for the land so when the land now goes up I would have thought that the negotiations would have already been done before we reach this point so maybe that's a recommendation for the government to consider the chair thanks the leader of the opposition for his contribution the Chair recognizes the Honorable Deputy Premier and Minister for Finance. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, I take note of what the Leader of the Opposition says. I just want to point out to, to remind the Leader of the Opposition where we are in the financial year. We're at the, uh, we're at the, almost at the end of the financial year. And the way it works is that even though we may end the year with a huge surplus or whatever, that gets rolled over and locked away into the National Wealth Fund. And so if we don't secure the funding now, uh, we may end up not being able to secure it before the end of the financial year, and then we'll have to account for it next year, which means it will take away from things that we can do next year. And that's one of the reasons why you're moving those funds into the supplementary budget now, even before negotiations may not be completed. Because let's just say negotiations take eight weeks. 
That pushes us into April. That's past the end of the financial year. That 9.5 million, I'm not saying it's for one piece of, uh, one parcel, but let's say it is. That now 9.5 million has to come out of next year's budget, which means it has to be taken away from something else. It can be taken away from health, it can be taken away from education. So while we have the funding now and we are running a surplus, it makes financial sense for us to take the, uh, the cost this financial year because we know that we can afford it. Uh, and we have fiscal space this year, but we have to move very, very quickly before the end of March. The Chair thanks the Honourable Deputy Premier for his response. Uh, the, the Chair recognizes the Honourable Leader of the Opposition. Yes, uh, thank you very much. Mr. Chair, I just want to know if the uh, claims against government is out of this figure also, or this is just for land. Because in the presentation, we had one lump sum for claims against government and the land. Chair thanks the Honourable Leader of the Opposition for his, his comments, his question. Honorable, leader, Honorable Deputy Premier. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Mr. Chair, uh, the answer is that it includes the acquisition for land and claims against government. The claims against government is one million, and the funds that are being used for the acquisition of land is eight and a half million. The Chair thanks the Honorable Deputy Premier for his response. Are there any other contributions? The Chair recognizes the Honorable Leader of the Opposition. Uh, Mr. Chair, I just want to know can the public be made aware of what claims is against their government that we have to pay, that they, their money have to pay the one point something million dollars for? The Chair thanks the Honorable Leader of the Opposition for his question. The Chair recognizes the Honorable Deputy Premier. Sorry, Mr. Speaker. It's hard to move around uh, now that we are uh, moving the furniture around. Uh, yes, the, the million dollars for the claims against the, the government is relating to uh, a long-standing land matter uh, with the airport authority and land adjacent to the airport. The, um, this matter has been carried over for a long time. It predates us. And, um, and just for, for clarity, I don't want uh, the leader of the opposition to think that this is us putting blame. I think it even predates their government. The government between six, uh, 2016 and 2020, I think it predates them. It certainly predates us, and we are bringing this matter to a close, so that's why we're making a provision uh, for it to be able to settle this, this matter. But it's relating to land uh, that's adjacent to the airport's authority and the matter with the airport's authority. The Chief thanks the Honorable Deputy Premier for his response. Are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? There being no further contribution, the question is that the sum of $92,519,427.89 now stand part of the schedule. Those in favor say aye. Those who are contrary, no. Ayes have it, Madam Clerk. Head of Expenditure 16, Ministry of Immigration and Border Services, $22,207,170.25. Honorable Minister of Immigration. Mr. Chair, good morning. Mr. Chair, I move that the sum of $22,207,170.25 now form part of the schedule. Do I have a second? Second.
motion moved by the Honorable Minister for Immigration, Border Services, seconded by the Honorable Minister for Home Affairs, that the sum of $22,207,170.25 now form part of the schedule. Those in favor say aye. Those in the contrary, no. Ayes have it. Are there any contributions? Are there any contributions? The chair recognizes the Honorable Governor's appointed member number two. Uh, good morning, Mr. Chairman. Uh, I noticed uh, uh, under uh, Immigrations Project number 005744 under uh, digitization of border services, I know that 1.5 million was allocated as we move. Can the minister tell uh, tell us um, if they if they digitization uh, of border services will take place, or if this project allocated to another department? The chair thanks the honourable member for his contribution. The chair recognizes the honourable minister for immigration. Mr. Honourable Member, to the chair, that money is moved to next year budget, which is April uh, coming. We are running into some problem with the ITT, and so that is finished. We'll be sending that out. The chair thanks the honourable minister of immigration for his response. Are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? There being no further contributions, the question is that the sum of $22,207,170.25 now stands part of the schedule. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Madam Clerk. Head of Expenditure 54, Ministry of Finance, Trade and Investment, $31,649,931.96. Minister of Finance. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Mr. Chair, I move that the sum of $31,649,000 $931.96 now stand as part of the schedule. Do I have a second? Honorable, honorable members, we have a motion moved by the Honorable Deputy Premier, Minister for Finance, seconded by the Honorable Minister for Education, that the sum of $31,649,931.96 now stand as part of the schedule. Those in favor say aye. Those who contrary, no. Eyes have it. Are there any contributions? The chair recognizes the honorable leader of the opposition. Yes, uh, thank you very much, Mr. Chair. Uh, Mr. Chair, I would like to turn the minister's attention to uh, the first line item 111 policy planning and, and administrative costs. Uh, the 5.7 million uh, is that what, what is that for? What is that exactly? The Chair thanks the Honorable Leader of the Opposition for his question. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Mr. The Chair thanks the 
invites the Honourable, the Honourable Deputy to prepare now with his response. Yeah, thank you, Mr. Chair. Mr. Chair, that's the, um, that's the seven million for the mortgage corporation. But the reason why it doesn't reflect seven million because we're also including savings from other areas. And so the savings from the other areas would be about approximately $1.3 million in savings from, from other things. That's the reason why it's netted out to $5.7 million. But that's really the $5.7 million uh, that's making up the $7 million that we're setting aside to set up the mortgage corporation. The Chair thanks the Honorable Deputy Premier and Minister of Finance for his response. Are there any other contributions? Yes. Yes, Mr. Chair. The, the Chair recognizes the Honorable Leader of the Opposition. Yes. And can the Honorable Minister uh, please state where, the, where, where can I locate the further 1.3 million to make up the, for the 7 million for the mortgage cooperation? The Chair thanks the Honorable Leader of the Opposition for his question. Mr. Chair. The Chair recognizes the Honorable Deputy Premier. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Mr. Chair, the, um, the savings can be found in the budget booklet, the yellow pages, not the yellow pages of the phone book. The, uh, so I don't want the lead of the opposition looking in the wrong place. It's the yellow pages of the budget booklet, pages 3.28 and, three, uh, and pages 3.28 uh, pages to 3.29. The Chair thanks the Honorable Deputy Premier for his response. Are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? The Chair recognizes the Honorable Leader of the Opposition. Okay. Thank you very much, Mr. Chair. I just want to clarify, okay, for page 3.28, you said it's being taken away from these votes so I can see the 1.7, okay, for, because I see professional and consultancy has a 1.7 million there and 300,000 is being taken from professional and consultancy, 400,000 being taken away from subvention to statistical authority and 400,000, sorry, from Department of Finance Subvention. Is that the three figures that make up the remainder for the Mortgage Corporation? The Chair recognizes the Honorable Deputy Premier and Minister for Finance. Yes, and also uh, on page 3.28 at the top, you will see that there's also $111,405 uh, civil service employment cost. There's a savings here. So it's those, uh, it's those four figures. Thank you very much, Mr. Chair. The Chair thanks the Honorable Deputy Premier. Are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? There being no further contributions, the question is that the sum of $31,649,931.18 now form part of the schedule. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. Ayes have it. Madam Clerk. Head of Expenditure 56, Office of the Deputy Governor, $4,579,488.83. Honorable Attorney General. 
I'm grateful, Mr. Chair. I move that the sum $4,579,488.83 now stand as part of the schedule. Do I have a seconder? Motion moved by the Honorable Attorney General and seconded by the Honorable Elected Member for Cheshire Hall that the sum of $4,579,488.83 now form part of the schedule. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. Ayes have it. Are there any contributions? The Chair recognizes the Honorable Leader of the Opposition. Yes, uh, thank you very much, Mr. Chair. Uh, Mr. Chair, I am trying to locate where the 300000 for civil servants rate, which one of those accounts uh, encompass the 300000 for civil servants week. The Chair thanks the Leader of the Opposition for his question. The, the Chair recognizes the Honorable Attorney General. Thank you, Mr. Chair, and to the Honorable Member for his question. It's on page 3.41 yellow pages. The Chair thanks the Honorable Attorney General for her response. Are there any other contributions? The Chair recognizes the Honorable Leader of the Opposition. Yes, uh, thank you very much. So is it, is it placed in any of these line item totals here uh, under the Office of the Deputy Governor? The Chair recognizes the Honorable Attorney General. Mr. Chair, Mr. Chair, on that um, page, it's in line 34701. The Chair thanks the Honorable Attorney General for her response. Are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? The Chair recognizes the Honorable Leader of the Opposition. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Mr. Chair. Uh, just perhaps for clarity, yes, okay. I, I have located in the book itself, but I just was trying to find the figure inside the bill. So the figure is not allocated somewhere inside the bill itself under these figures? Mr. Chair? Yes, the Chair recognizes the Honorable Attorney General. Please mute your mic. Yes, Mr. Chair, um, to the Honorable Leader of the Opposition on page 6, within the Office of the Deputy Governor, 090. Do you see it there? 090, Mr. Chair, Office of the Deputy Governor, which coincides with what is on page 3.41 in the estimate book. The Chair thanks the Honorable Attorney General for her explanation. Are there any other contributions? The Chair recognizes the Honorable Deputy Premier and the Minister for Finance. Uh, just Thank you, Mr. Chair. Just to add to with the uh, Madam AG said, at 3.41, it's on line item 34701, third from the bottom uh, to the lead of the opposition. So what it's reflecting is it's reflecting the total cost inside the bill and then the details of that total cost is on page 3.41. And the specific iron item that he's referring to is 34701. That's where the information is located. Third from the bottom. The Chair, the chair thanks the Honorable Deputy Premier. The Chair recognizes the Honorable Leader of the Opposition. 
Yes, uh, Mr. Chair, thank you very much. I, I am saying that I just wanted to account for the increase in one of the line items here because we see 090 Office of the Deputy Governor. Uh, the original figure was nine. 978,000, then we see uh, the authorized and variation made, uh, 663,000, and we saw the revised uh, 1.6 million. So, you know, that's, that is what was throwing me off. Where is the 300,000 or that is added to something else inside of that line item? So it was just with the math, you know, that I was looking at. The chair, thanks the leader, the chair thanks the leader of the opposition for his, uh, his question. The, the chair recognizes the Honorable uh, Attorney General. Mr. Chair, I'm very grateful, um, and to the Honorable Leader of the Opposition. Um, Mr. Chair, I just draw the Honorable Leader of the Opposition's attention again to page 3.41 in the estimates and um, invite him to review the column uh, referred to as revised estimate and the changes that are made there, the various changes that are made there. Um, uh, and the total, which is 1,641,954 um, 1, 1, The Chair thanks the Honorable Attorney General for her response. The Chair recognizes the Honorable Leader of the Opposition. Yes, uh, thank you very much, Mr. Chair. I am following now. It's under local hosting and entertainment, and the total figure there. So Civil Servants Week 2024 in an election year, some serious campaigning, but that's a different story. <laughs> the Chair thanks the Honorable Leader of the Opposition. Are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? There being no further contributions, the question is that the total of 31,649,000, I'm sorry, $4,579,488.83 now form part of the schedule. Those in favor say aye, those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it, Madam Clerk. Head of Expenditure 57, Ministry of Education, Labor and Employment Services, $48,961,056.03. Honorable Minister of Education. Thank you. Mr. Speaker, I move now stands as part of the schedule. Do I have a second? Motion moved by the Honorable Minister for Education and seconded by the Honorable Minister for Home Affairs that the sum of $48,961,056.03 now stands as part of the schedule. Those in favor say aye, those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Are there any contributions? The Chair recognizes the Honorable Leader of the Opposition. Uh, thank you very much again, uh, Mr. Chair. Uh, Mr. Chair, to the Minister of Finance, uh, Line 033, Policy Planning and Administrative Support. Uh, we see a deduction of one point, some 1.7 million. 
and that was is in relation to cleanest cost contract uh, cost. Sorry, uh, I just want to know: Is this coming back? What what is what are we doing with the cleaners? Are we keeping them as uh, wage workers for government, or we are privatizing this uh, in the new budget? Thank you very much for your response, Mr. The chair recognizes the honourable minister for education. Thank you very much. Um, currently, the services is being retained by the estates um, department at least up to the end of this um, fiscal year. The, I must also make mention that the cleaning contract is back with procurement with the revised cost estimates with amendments of the cost in collaboration with PPID and procurement. But it's also important to indicate that um, many of the bills came over. They exceed, I mean, the exceeded amount, that's the bids. They were grossly exceeding the allocated budget. The reason why we have to have it go back out. The Chair thanks the Honorable Minister for her response. The Chair recognizes the Honorable Leader of the Opposition. Okay, thank you very much. And to the Honorable Minister, and we would see that revised estimate in the new financials potential. Yes. The Chair thanks the Honorable Member for his contribution and thanks the Honorable Minister for her response. Are there any other contributions? The Chair recognizes the Honorable Governor's appointed member number two. Um, Mr. Chairman, um, the question is for Minister of Education. Um, I noticed for special needs school where $900,000 was initially allocated seemed to have been scrapped out of, uh, of this and upcoming budget. This pained me. As I do now, number of persons who have special needs children and need this facility to build. Can the Minister of Education please speak to, to these parents and tell them um, what plans are set in motion for those precious darling to get the specialized care and educations they need for their children? The Chair thanks the Honorable Member for his question. Honorable Minister of Education. Thank you very much for that question. And, uh, I've usually taken the opportunity to discuss exactly where we are in relation to special needs education. And although we had the $900 set aside for the refurbishment of the new center, what we realized is that the scope of work was not sufficient. We needed additional funding. So therefore, that has been, the monies has been reallocated while we continue the assessment work for that facility. Now, I just also want to make mention that the services for special needs has not been suspended because we currently have our director of special needs in the person of Dr. Anya Malcolm, who was onboarded in January. And we have our coordinator of assessment in the person of Ms. LaShonda Dickinson. We have uh, other positions that are open. We had a, a principal who had expressed interest. The interviews went through, but the principal declined the offers. So we have to re-advertise for that position. We also have a special needs education office teacher who will be in country today because with the allocations in terms of headcount for that facility, it would have included six special needs teacher, teachers. 
So what we are currently doing is we continue to onboard those teachers so that we can align them with our various schools around the Turks and Caicos Islands as we await um, the completion of that building. But I must also say that I encourage us to all stay tuned for the press conference and they will hear more from us in relation to how we are going to progress with special needs. Our special needs individuals are currently operating out of my office and then there are others who are spread around the schools and then utilizing the SNAP center. I'm also pleased to indicate too that we are partnering with other individuals or companies who offer similar services on the islands. So we are ensuring that our students with special needs as well as our parents are given the necessary attention. And also during education week, we have a special needs training for our parents. So you will hear much more updates in relation to how we are progressing with our special needs. And I'm quite sure this country will be very pleased. And it was very intentional of the ministry to ensure that not because the building is currently not available, it means that the service can continue. So we are progressing. The Chair thanks the Honorable Minister uh, for Education for her, her response. Are there any other contributions? The Chair recognizes the Honorable Governor's appointed member number two. Uh, for questions again for the Minister of Immigration, uh, any idea when you think the building is going to be completed? The Chair thanks the Honorable Member for his question. The Chair recognizes the Honorable Minister of Education. Yes, thank you very much for that. Now, actually, the, the scoping, the costing, and the production of the ITT, um, the framework, actually, the framework agreement was done in collaboration with PPID. So those tenders were out, and they are now in the evaluation stage. So not until we have fully scoped it out, of which we intend to do um, very soon, then we can definitely inject a true number into the budget. So if it's not done within the next budget time, definitely within a supplementary budget. But I don't want to go through the same process again in terms of just inject injecting a number that does not show the true reflection of the scope of work. So the ITT has been tended already, and that has been closed. It actually closed the 31st of January. The Chair thanks the Honorable Minister for her response. Are there any other contributions? Are there any other? The Chair recognizes the Honorable Governor's appointed member number one, number two. Um, for the Minister of Education, again, um, again, $900,000 was taken away. And I was hoping that the government would I mean, provide more money to get things done faster instead of money take away. And I still don't see when that any money is going to go back to do what needs to be done. So uh, I'm just I'm going to suggest that you know, uh, Minister, that you will consider uh, and then try to come up with, <laughs> with a budget for the uh, special need children, because most of them cannot speak for themselves. So we need to give them priority. Thank you very much, Mr. Chairman. The Chair thanks the Honorable Member for his contribution. The Chair recognizes the Honorable Minister for Education. Um, thank you very much for making that comment. And uh, I think our minister with the responsibility for finance alluded to it in his presentation. And the premier usually alludes to this as well. 
we can do things the way we usually do in the past in terms of indicating that we're going to give 2 million or 900,000 like we did and we thought it was sufficient. Now that the ITTs for the framework have been completed, it will provide an opportunity now for a complete scope of what is needed because this is what can happen. Last time we thought it would have been 900. If we just take a number of our head, we may say 2.1 million. And then when the complete scope of what comes back, it comes at 4 million, then we have to revert to the same method. So we're trying to ensure that we factor in the entire scope of work. And I want it to be done properly, but it's critical for us to understand service is not halted. We continue with our service. The Chair thanks the Honorable Minister for her response. Are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? There being no, the chair recognizes the honorable leader of the opposition. Uh, Mr. Chair, not a contribution, but most of what I wanted to ask on special needs, I want to thank the honorable member for asking that, so that is why I didn't come in here. But I am concerned also to wonder if we're going to, if the scoping and everything that uh, the honorable minister is talking about, if we will see that in the upcoming budget. Will that, is she predicting that to be done on time before the next uh, budget is produced here in the Honorable House so we can see the figures for that special needs school? The Chair thanks the Honorable Leader of the Opposition for his comment. The Chair recognizes the Honorable Minister for Education. Um, thank you very much, um, Mr. Leader of the Opposition. But I'm quite sure that the Minister with Responsibility with PPID would agree with me that we know that in time for the budget would mean just a few weeks. We need it to be done thoroughly. So as I mentioned, if it has to come in the supplementary budget, then that will happen. But I will allow the team to thoroughly do its work so that the true cost can be um, reflected. The Chair thanks the Honorable Minister for her response. Are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? There being no further contributions, the question is that the sum of $48,961,056.03 now form part of the schedule. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. Ayes have it. Madam Clerk. Head of Expenditure 58, Office of the Director of Public Prosecutions, $1,830,785.66. Honorable Attorney General. Good morning, um, again, Honorable. Good afternoon, uh, Mr. Chair. Uh, Mr. Chair, I move that the sum $1,830,785.66 now stands as part of the schedule. Do I have a seconder? Motion moved by the Honorable Attorney General and seconded by the Honorable Minister for Home Affairs that the sum of $1,830,785.66 now stand part of the schedule. Those in favor say aye, those to the contrary, no. Ayes have it. Are there any contributions? The Chair recognizes the Honorable Lead of the Opposition. Yes, uh, thank you very much, Mr. Chair. Uh, Mr. Chair, uh, this deduction from the Office of the Director of Public Prosecutions, line 
Item 113, 424,622,632. And we learned that that was mostly due to staff costs. Now, I'm not saying any one department is more critical than the next, but suddenly this is one, one area, and I think most of the people in the general public could agree that we would hope that will be have its full complement of staff, especially what is going on in our country today in terms of crime. So to see that uh, $424,000, some $424,000 is being removed means that we didn't fill some key positions. And 424,000 that represent, would represent a number of positions that is not being filled in the Office of the Director of Public Prosecutions. So I am concerned about this, and I think it goes back to probably recruitment and hiring practices of TCIG that something has to be done. But we have heard, uh, you know, some person saying that maybe now with the increase in salaries, we will get those positions full. But again, that's a story for another time. But this is concerning here that we couldn't fill those positions. The Chair thanks the Honorable Leader of the Opposition for his contribution. Are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? There being no further contribution, the question is that the sum of $1,830,000 $785.66 now stand part of the schedule. Those in favor say aye. Those in contrary, no. The ayes have it. Madam Clerk. Madam Expenditure 59, Ministry of Home Affairs and Transportation, $28,194,424.46. Honorable Minister of Home Affairs. Mr. Chair, I move the sum $28,194,424.46 form part of the schedule. Do I have a seconder? Second. Motion moved by the Honorable Minister for Home Affairs and seconded by the Honorable Minister of Health that the sum of $28,194,424.46 $194,424.46 now form part of the schedule. Those in favor say aye, those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Are there any contributions? Mr. The Chair recognizes the Honorable Leader of the Opposition. I, not really a contribution, but just an observation here at 048 Postal Services. We are removing $36.09. Is that a typo, or are we actually doing that? <laughs> the, ch the Chair thanks the Honorable Leader of the Opposition for his observation. Honorable Minister of Home Affairs, any response? Yes, it is. <laughs> the Chair thanks the Honorable Minister. Are there any other contributions? Mr. Chair. The Chair recognizes the Honorable Attorney General. Uh, Mr. Chair, I just wanted to draw members' attention to the, the sheet that was handed out to us uh, at the beginning of the committee 
of the house, sorry. Um, there is a there is a change there. Um, there are some changes there that relate to uh, head five nine. Um, I see that there are some changes there um, as it relates to the um, the ministry as well as the Department of Motor Vehicles and Citizenship and Naturalization. Funds are being requested for retrofitting expenses, the office space to, home, to house Ministry of, of Public Safety and Utilities. Funds are needed to procure additional license plates to meet consumer demands and savings are identified in this area as the Status Commission Board has not yet been established. Funds are being transferred to other areas of priority. The, the Chair thanks the Honorable Attorney General. Are there any other contributions? Honorable Attorney General, are you proposing a motion? Um, Mr. Chair, I'm not, I'm not proposing a motion. I'm only drawing it to the committee's attention okay. um, for the attention of the relevant ministry. Thank you. Thank you. Are there any other contributions? Uh, we are observing, Honorable Attorney General and Honorable Leader of the Opposition, that the changes that are being uh, recognized do not change the overall figure in the, in the head. It's not the case. Madam, is that the case? Um, they don't, it doesn't change the overall figure, but it does change the, um, the schedule that appears in the bill, attached to the bill uh, within the individual departments. Um, so, Ms., uh, Med, Mr. Chair, I propose that uh, while some work is being done to finalize this here, to clarify the figures there, that uh, the committee moves on and returns to it before the committee is finished with the schedule, please, sir. Thank you, Honorable Attorney General, for that uh, clarification. Are there any further uh, contributions? Are there any further contributions? Are there any further contributions? There being no further contribution, the question is that the sum of $28,194,424.46 now stand part of the schedule. Those in favor say aye, those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Madam Clerk. Head of Expenditure 60, Ministry of Physical Planning and Infrastructure Development, 27,794,487.38. Honorable Minister of Physical Planning and Infrastructure Development. Mr. Chair, I move that the sum of $27,794,487.38 now stands a part of the schedule. 
Do I have a second? Motion moved by the Honorable Minister for Physical Planning and Infrastructure Development and seconded by the Honorable Minister for Home Affairs that the sum of $27,794,487.38 now form part of the schedule. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. Ayes have it. Are there any contributions? The Chair recognizes the Honorable Governor's appointed member number two. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, I have these questions for the Minister for PPID uh, in reference to the project 005507 road development phase five, sum of three million $54,758 has been audited. Uh, do tell the good people of Turks and Caicos Islands the scope of this project. Through the, through the chair, I don't think we're dealing yeah. with the development fund yet. Yes, so okay. The recurrent budget, so you could, if you could reserve that question until we get to the development fund, then I get Okay. The, the chair thanks the honourable member for his question and thanks the honourable minister for his response. Are there any other contributions? Okay, it's a project uh, where zero five six eight two road improvement. Am I am I in the right track here? Road improvement. Sum of one million fifty thousand dollars. You can answer that now. Uh, honorable member, I, I'm being advised that you need to recognize that that is coming in the development fund and, and you reserve your question until no, then. I just want to make sure this, this was coming Yes, as well. yes. Okay. Thank you very much. Are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? There being no further contribution, the question is that the sum of 27 million $794,487.38 now stand as part of the schedule. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Madam Clerk. Head of Expenditure 61, Ministry of Tourism, Agriculture, Fisheries, Heritage, Religious Affairs, and the Environment. $15,136,872.84. Honorable Minister of Tourism. Mr. Chair, I move that the sum of fifteen million three hundred and twenty-four thousand. One hundred. Did you say one hundred or three? Mr. Chairman. I move that the sum of 15, 15 million? Yes. One hundred, 324,000. No, no. Honorable Minister, it's saying 100,000. 15,136,872.84 remains, stands part of the schedule. Do I have a second? Can you repeat the person who was seconding? The chair recognizes the motion moved by the Honorable Minister for 
tourism, seconded by the Honorable Minister for Physical Planning, that the sum of $15,136,872.84 now stands part of the schedule. Those in favor say aye. Those in the contrary, no. Ayes have it. Are there any contributions? Uh, Honorable Minister of Tourism, please mute your mic. Are there any contributions? Are there any contributions? Are there any contributions? There being no contribution, the question is that the sum of $15,136,872.84 now stands as part of the schedule. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it, Madam Clerk. Head of Expenditure six, Head of Expenditure sixty two, Ministry of Health and Human Services, eighty seven million three hundred and one thousand two hundred and two dollars and thirty cents. Honorable Minister of Health. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Mr. Chair, I move that the sum of eighty seven million three hundred and one thousand $202.30 now stands a part of the schedule. Second. Do I have a second? Second. Motion moved by the Honorable Minister of Health and seconded by the Honorable Minister for Physical Planning that the sum of $87,301,000 $301,202.30 now form part of the schedule. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Are there any contributions? Are there any contributions? The chair recognizes the Honorable Governor's appointed member number two. Uh, Mr. Um, Mr. Chairman, I have a question for the Minister of Health. In reference to uh, project number 62-089-005786, and um, $600,000 was allocated for the refurbishment of the building for aged care and special needs sent for North Caicos and Mel Kekis. Uh Will the Minister of Health Human Services please tell us um, that once uh, it resists, when can uh, the people... Uh, honorable Member, I'm being advised that that question also should be reserved for the development. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? There being no further contributions, the question is that the sum of $87,301,202.30 now stand as part of the schedule. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Madam Clerk. Head of, head of Expenditure 63, House of Assembly. Four million one hundred and thirty-five thousand two hundred and fourteen dollars. 
Honorable Attorney General. Mr. Chair. Mr. Chair, I move that the sum four million one hundred and thirty five thousand two hundred and fourteen dollars now stand as part of the schedule. Do I have a seconder? Motion moved by the Honorable Attorney General and seconded by the Honorable Elected Member for the Bike that the sum of $4,135,214 now stand as part of the schedule. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. Ayes have it. Are there any contributions? The Chair recognizes the Honorable Leader of the Opposition. Yes, uh, thank you very much, Mr. Chair. Uh, Mr. Chair, as you know, we are trying to move into our building and give the students back uh, this auditorium. And I'm looking at the figure here and I'm wondering if all this have to do with getting us back into our home because I would see the need for unforeseen things, uh, all the cameras, all the, all the wiring to make sure that that is right, that we do things right and we can get in our home within the time period that the Premier wants to be in, uh, be there. So I'm just wondering if we are underestimating all the moving parts that need to be in place for us to get into our building. The Chair thanks the Honorable Leader of the Opposition for his contribution. Are there any other contributions? So, it's a question. Yes. Okay. So Mr. Chair, I would assume that this is this will cover us moving into our building and getting us settled. So everyone is satisfied that this will get us settled into our building. Okay. Okay. Wow. The Chair thanks the Honorable Leader of the Opposition for his question. Honorable Attorney General, is there a response to the member's question? Uh, Mr. Chair, um, I don't know the answer to the Honourable Member's question, um, but having been in the committee, I would imagine that the Honourable Member would have asked the, um, the relevant budget holder um, for clarification as to whether the funds that are being allocated are sufficient. Um, I know that, Mr. Chair, uh, that all members, I know the same, the same thing that all members were informed, and that is that we are eminently relocating to the House of Assembly and, um, and of course I'm sure all members agree that we have long outlived our welcome in this um, facility and you know are celebrating the return of this facility to the students of the H.J. Robinson High School and so um, we imagine that given the time that it has taken the work there in that um, and those premises of the uh, NJS Francis building will be uh, fit for purpose. But um, even if it is not perfect, I'm sure that all the members would still um, uh, would rather be there than to continue to, to occupy these premises. Thank you, Mr. Chair. The Chair thanks the Honorable Attorney General for her response. Are there any other contributions?
Are there any other contributions? Are there any other contributions? There being no further contribution, the question is that the sum of $1,135,214 now stand as part of the schedule. Those in favor say aye, those that are contrary, no. Ayes have it, Madam Clerk. Head of Expenditure 64, Office of the Premier, $7,729,230. Please pop your mic, sir. Thanks. Mr. Chair, I move that the sum of $7,729,230 stands part of the schedule. Do I have a second? Second. Motion moved by the Honorable Premier and seconded by the Honorable Minister for Health that the sum of seven million. $729,230 now stand as part of the schedule. Those in favor say aye, those to the contrary, no. Ayes have it. Are there any contributions? Minister of Health, sorry. Are there any contributions? Honorable Premier, please mute your mic. Are there any contributions? There being no contribution, the question is that the sum of $7,729,230 now stands as part of the schedule. Those in favor say aye, those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it, Madam Clark. Head of Expenditure 65, National Securities Secretariat, $6,000,000. $27,357.75. Honorable Attorney General. Grateful, Mr. Chair. Mr. Chair, I move that the sum $6,027,357.75 now stand as part of the schedule. Do I have a seconder? Second. Motion moved by the Honorable Attorney General and seconded by the Honorable Minister of Health that the sum of $6,027,350.75 now stand as part of the schedule. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. Ayes have it. Are there any contributions? Are there any contributions? Are there any contributions? There being no contribution, the question is that the sum of $6,027,350.75 now stand as part of the schedule. Those in favor say aye, those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. When, oh, oh, yeah. Excuse me, Honorable Deputy Premier. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chair. Bless you. Mr. Chair, uh, on behalf of the Minister of Home Affairs, I would like to make some uh, uh, amendment changes to, to that section, if it's okay with you. It'll yes, be section, yes. Section uh, 59. So, um, for, if it's again, if it's okay with you, 
under Section 59, Ministry of Home Affairs and Transportation, on page 8, uh, Code 170, Policy, Planning, and Administrative Support, Public Safety and Utilities. I would like to make an amendment and change the figure that was $27,344.91 and change it to $7,344.91. And that's under column five. So again, code 170, public policy, up to policy planning and administrative support, public safety and utilities. Under column five, the original figure was $27,344.91. I would like to have that amended and changed to $7,344.91. Sorry, negative, negative $7,344.91. Uh, by extension, I would like to figure again for column Sorry, for code 170, column 7, to be changed from $498,290 and have that changed to $518,290. Can you repeat that, sir? Yes, it's again, it's uh, code 170, policy planning and administrative support, public safety and utilities. This time it's column number 7, and I want to change the figure from... $498,290, which was there originally, to $518,290. Okay. The Chair, thanks. Now, there's, there's more. Well, Thank you, Mr. Okay. Chair. Um, code 051, Department of Motor Vehicles. Column 5, the original figure was $9,910.98. I would like to have that amended to... $39,910.98. That's column five. Can you, can you repeat that, sir? Yes. In um, code 051, Department of Motor Vehicles, <clears throat> under column five, the original figure was $9,910.98. I would like to have that amended to $39,910.98. That's column five. By extension, I would like to change the figure in column seven. The original figure was $1,479,534. I would like to have that amended to $1,509,534. Good. There's one more to speak Jesus. Go ahead. Okay, in uh, code 155, this is now on page 9, citizenship and naturalization, column 5, the original figure that was there was $52,668.98. I would like to have that amended to $2,668.98. That's the figure in column 5. Can you, can you repeat that last figure, sir? The original figure that was there was $52,668.98. I would like to have that amended to $2,668.98. And that's, that's column five. And column seven, the original figure was $1,205,428. I would like to have that amended to $1,000,000. 
$428. Can you repeat that, the last figure? I'll go over it again. The original figure in column 7 for 155 citizen, citizenship and naturalization, the original figure was $1,205,428. I would like to have that amended to $1,155,428. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Chair, it doesn't change the overall total, so the overall total remains the same. Do you have a second? Hello? Do you have a second? Uh, do I have a second? Motion moved by the Honorable Minister for Finance and seconded by the Honorable Minister for Home Affairs that under expenditure heading 59, um, the following changes are recommended. Amendments are recommended. Um, under 170, column 5, the sum of $27,344.91 be changed to $7,741,091. And by extension, in column... I yes. just want to point out that that's a, that, and that particular one, that's a negative figure. So it's changed to a neg negative... Yes, okay, yes. Seven. That is a negative figure. And by extension, uh, in column 7, the sum of... $498,290 be amended to reflect the figure $518,290. Also, under expenditure heading 59, column 5, Department of Motor Vehicles, the sum of $39,000 $910.95 be inserted instead of the sum of $9,910.98 and by extension to column 7. Yes. It's apparent it's 98 cents. 98 cents, yes, okay. And by extension in column 7, the sum of $1,479,000. Be uh, amended to reflect one million five hundred and nine thousand five hundred and thirty-four dollars. And further, uh, under uh, expenditure head fifty-nine, under citizenship and rich registration, column five, the sum of fifty-two thousand six hundred and sixty-eight dollars and ninety-eight cents be amended to reflect the sum of $2,668,000 98 cents. And by extension to column 7, the sum of $1,205,428 be amended to reflect the sum of is that, no? Please correct us, please. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, yeah, I'm just reading, uh, uh, thank you, Mr. Chair. I just want to provide a correction again. The, um, the again, for its code 155, citizenship and naturalization, on the column five, the original figure was $52,668.98. That, that figure is being reduced 
to $2,668.98. Column 5. Thank, thank you, sir. And okay. then in column 7, the original figure was $1,205,428. And that figure is being reduced to $1,155,428. Yeah, that's what I said. That's what I said. Uh, let me let me let me just repeat that portion of the um, of the um, recommendation on the citizenship and naturalization column five. The original figure was fifty two thousand six hundred and sixty eight dollars and ninety eight cents, and that has been reduced to two thousand. $668.98. By extension, in column 7, the original figure was $1,205,048. That's being amended to reflect the figure $1,135,000. Uh, okay, $1,155,428. Five, then looks like a three. Okay, we continue with the motion. Um, oh, that's it. That's it. Thank you. All those in favor? Aye. Those in the contrary, no. Ayes have it. Are there any contributions? Any further contributions? Any further contributions? Are there any further contributions? There being no further contribution, the question is that where are we now? The sum of twenty-eight million. Where are we at? Twenty-eight million one hundred and ninety-four thousand four hundred and twenty-four dollars and forty-six cents stand as part of the schedule. Those in favor say aye. Those in contrary, no. The ayes have it. To total figure. We might as well finish this, man. Honorable members, we are approaching the one o'clock hour, which is the lunch hour, but we'll we'll conclude with this. Yes, this finishes. Yeah. The total expenditure, Madam Clark. Madam Clark. Head of expenditure, total expenditure. $442,347,260.96. Honorable Minister of Finance. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Mr. Chair, I move that the sum of $442,347,260.96 now form part of the schedule. Do I have a second? Motion moved by the Honorable Minister of Finance um, and seconded by the Honorable Minister of Education that the sum of $442,347,260.96 now stand as part of the schedule. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. Ayes have it.
Honourable members, that concludes our scrutinising of the estimates. We now turn our attention to Schedule 2. Honourable Clerk. Madam Clerk. Head of Expenditure 14, Total Development Fund, 63867216 dollars and 90 cents. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Mr. Chair, I move that the sum of $63,867,216.90 now form part of the schedule. Do I have a second? Motion moved by the Honorable Deputy Premier and Minister for Finance and seconded by the Honorable Minister for Home Affairs that the sum of $63,867,000 $216.90 now stand as part of the schedule. Those in favor say aye. Those to the contrary, no. The ayes have it. Contributions? Are there any contributions? Honorable Charles, this is where you might... Uh, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Honorable Governor's appointed member number two. <laughs> Oh, let me get. Uh... Okay, this was the questions for the uh, PPID about the uh, road developments. Am I right? Is what we are. Yes. Um, yes. Um, some three three million fifty four thousand seven hundred fifty eight dollars has been allotted. Um, can you tell the good people of Turks and Caicos Island the scope of this project? Deputy Chair, thank you, um, Mr. Chair. To your question, um, that project, I believe, but once it, it is a completed project, so it isn't a new project or ongoing project. So that's something. That's why the sum is very specific. But I believe that's in relation uh, to the works that was done in the Cheshire Hall area some time ago, to behind Glasshaw. I believe that's what that project specifically would have dealt with in the past. Thank you. The Chair thanks the Honourable Member for his question and thanks the Honourable Minister for his response. The Chair recognizes the Honourable Governor's appointed member number two. Okay. Um, but what about the, um, the, uh, the project 005682, the highway road improvement, sum of 1,050,000 is allocated. Um, is, is, this, is this done also? The Chair thanks the Honorable Member for his question. Honorable Minister. Through the Chair, thank you for your question, Governor's appointed member number two. Um, that project is in two parts. That's Highway and Road Improvements Grand Turk, um, which the contract was noted recently in Cabinet to move forward. Um, so it's to the stage where they're finalizing the contract for mobilization. And the second part, which is in relation to providentialities, that portion is closing on the 21st of this month for the um, procurement to do the evaluation. So that will encompass the four, $4,950,000 of the, the total expenditure projected for those two portions because it's broken into lot one and lot two. 
So lot two, which is the Grand Tuck portion, has already been noted in cabinet. So those would be the about $2.66 million um, road package for Grand Turk, in addition to the previous $1.5 million, uh, $1 million package that's already approved, and I believe we're just awaiting the insurances, et cetera, from the contractor to move that forward within the next month or so. And of course, the, the balance would be for providentiality. So we await on that tender to close at the 21st of this month and then we will know whether or not we have a preferred bidder. But that, that, that's what that is about. Thank you. The Chair thanks the Honorable Minister for his response. The Chair recognizes the Honorable uh, Governor Supported Member Number 2. Yeah, is it, is it possible uh, with, for both Grand Turk and Providencialis if you tell us the area where you will be, you will be doing those work so people know what's coming, please? The Chair thanks the Honorable Member, recognizes the Honorable Minister for PPID. Thank, thank you very much. And while I could source the, the road specifically for you um, to, to see, uh, I don't want to preempt any uh, PR that we might be doing once the roadworks has begun. So, soon come. The Chair thanks the Honorable Minister. The Chair recognizes the Honorable Governor's appointed member number two. Yeah. Uh, thank you, uh, thank you, uh, Minister PPID. Um, there was two pieces of road that everybody has been complaining about, and I do hope that um, you know you can get to those two pieces of road. Is one is behind Eddy Laporte building that goes to Five Keys, Five Keys Road. That's one. Uh, right on the runabout, Bria's runabout. And the second one is the one by Coco Bistro that come across, goes to the highway. And if somehow, uh, Honorable Minister, you can get to those roads, I think, I think many, many, many people uh, will be very happy. Thank you very much. That's it for me. The Chair thanks the Honorable Member for his questions and the Honorable Minister. Is there a question? Yes. The first road that you're speaking to in terms of Eddie Laporte or behind Smart, it's Academy Way. That is one of the roads that is in the current package that's going to be closing on the, uh, sorry, the 21st of February. Now, the Coco Bistro Road, that will be a part of future, um, hopefully near future, packages of roads that we put together for providentialities. And just for the, the, the good people who, who are who deal with the, the schools and because there's a, I think a Shining Stars as well as the community college is right right there. Um, the department is working on a backup plan in the event if there's any issues with being able to award that tender, that that road would at least get, get some longer term attention in the short term, but we went through the entire procurement process, so we're just waiting to see if we have any successful bidders. So I guess I'll take this time to, to ask any road companies near and far to please put in your bids for all of the road packages because I'm, I'm, I'm sure the, uh, the chair would be, be be pleased once we get some road uh, road works going in South Caicos as well because that's another um, road contract that's out right now that's also closing on the 21st so all bidders generally speaking for all of the tender projects because again we can do the work 
to get the business cases done, get the ITTs done. But if we don't have suitable bids and contractors identified, then works can't be done. So we are literally, we are not a, a we're not set up in the past where government actually used to do the work. We're more of a project management set up nowadays. So the private sector is our significant partner. So hopefully that covers everything for you. Thank you. The Chair thanks the Honorable Minister for his response. I cannot read lips, sir. Yes, the Chair recognizes the Honorable Governor's appointed member number two. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I just want to say thanks, uh, thanks to the Minister of PPID. Thank you very much, sir. Thanks for your explanation. Thank you, sir. Are there any other contributions? Yes, we're past the one o'clock hour, and I think we've exhausted our, our scrutiny of the supplementary appropriations 2023 slash 2024 bill 2024. Hmm? Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Oh, remember, we're going to break since we're well past the one o'clock hour, and when we come back, we'll, we'll finish our consideration of, of, of the bill. This Honorable House now stands suspended. Committee stands suspended, I'm sorry.